Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jacket. It's time for the sit rep presented by Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Up first, Todd Helton, former Vol football and baseball player, will be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Along with Adrian Beltre and Joe Mauer up next. You got a big matchup tonight, Alabama-Auburn down in Tuscaloosa. It's going to be a big one. You got a lot of scoring on one hand, and then you got Bruce Pearl on that other sideline. Bruce Pearl, one of the best coaches in college basketball, is trying to make that deep run with Auburn this year. He's already got one Final Four under his belt with him. He's trying to make another run at that. Titans have hired Brian Callahan as their next head coach and have promoted Rand Carthon, as we just heard from Davey Hudson. That is, excuse me, we got one more. Will Rogers has exited the transfer portal, and he will remain at University of Washington. Wow, that's surprising. That is the sit rep brought to you by our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. If you're tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down, you don't want to get rid of it. That's got sentimental value. Need to go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated, 67 combined years of experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272. Visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. Make sure you tell Stan. Heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio, Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Responsible turnaround times, good pricing, and as always, great quality. We talked a little bit about everything going on with the Titans organization with Davey, and then we pivoted to Tennessee basketball. Now I want to pivot back to college football. Yeah, we just mentioned Will Rogers. Yeah. He's going to exit the portal, stay at Washington. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like when this happened, he was trying to follow Kalen DeBoer down to Alabama in a sense. You know, that was kind of the vibe that you got. Well, he's the reason why he went to Washington. He's the reason why he went to Washington. Yeah. And you felt like, you know, maybe he's trying to trying to follow him down to Alabama. That would have been interesting. <laughs> that would have been very interesting. Yeah. As a matter of fact. But – Ultimately, is this a good decision for Will Rogers, or is he going to regret it? Because, I mean, let's call this like it is. Washington, yes, they they're, they were a great football program over the past few years. But you don't have Kalen DeBoer on that sideline anymore. Kalen DeBoer had a lot of respect. He's still going to have a lot of respect. He's just not going to get it from Tennessee fans because now he's at Alabama. Mm-hmm. And he took over a giant. Yeah. And when you take over a giant, things do come easier to you. But then you look at what he's having to deal with, with basically a mass exodus Mm -hmm. down at Alabama right now. People telling us we should feel sorry for him. If you don't feel bad for Alabama right now, you don't have a heart. Or you're a sick person. Maybe I have the suds. I, I, (laughs) I do not care about what is going on down there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this was always going to happen. I mean, there's going to be a transition. I mean, anytime you lose a legend like that, I mean, guys go play for Saban. They don't go to Alabama. They go play for Saban. Right. You know, they don't care about the traditions and things like that. They want to get to the NFL, and Saban has a track record of putting more guys in the league than anybody. He's well-respected in the NFL, and, you know, let's face it, his, his teams are always on the map. They're always in a championship pitcher. Always. Um you know, I mean, guys, even at the start of the year, even if we're thinking, okay, well, maybe they're going to have a down year. Yeah, and they—it seemed like they rarely had one. 
It's like there were only a couple times where he wasn't in the college football playoff, or at least in the discussion. Like the only time I can vividly remember him not being in the discussion at all was probably that year that Cam Newton took Auburn yeah. all the way. That, yeah. that is the only time that you can really think about a time in which they were not in contention. Yeah, and it helps they didn't have to, well, especially the last few years, they didn't have to play Georgia or, you know, well, I guess they had, to, well, they didn't even make the SEC championship like last year. Right. You know, LSU did, you know, mm-hmm. so they had down near that year. Well, I mean, and their permanent, you know, cross division rival was always us. Yeah. And we were down for 15 years. But that didn't stop them. That didn't stop them. <laughs> yeah. It didn't stop them at all. No, exactly. So, I mean, it's, uh, I, I think DeBoer's going to be fine. I mean, he's. That, I mean, to expect anything like that they've gone through is just going to be wrong. I mean, we, you know, Fulmer, yeah, he had his bad, his falling out with us. But mm-hmm. it it's still been hard to replace him a little bit, you know. Yeah. Like, we haven't found that guy, you know. Like, I mean, now we think we have, you know, with Hypel. We think but, we have. You know, so who knows what DeBoer's going to do. I mean, they, they took – they – you know, they start at the top. They went right. with Dan Lanning. He said no. They went down from there. Maybe they said to Dabo. I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, so we'll see what happens. You know, they took the one of the hot names out there, you mm-hmm. know, and we'll see what happens. And you thought they would go with an established guy, and they, they really, uh, for lack of better terms, did not. They're basically taking a flyer on him and hoping that it works, which is what that was the most surprising thing to me. I thought they would go after somebody who's been in the league been at that level for well, at least five plus years yeah and they tried though right i mean they tried and everybody told him no because you don't want to be the guy that follows the guy yeah and the thing is like how many of these guys like on the recruiting circle i mean these guys in the transfer portal that he's trying to hold on to does he even have relationships with because he's don't. out on the west coast yeah kids don't want to go to washington really no. i mean he was yeah he was you're in seattle the, but what's the big draw to seattle right yeah, now i mean even like Penix was protesters. a transfer from indiana you know like right but I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to say the least. So, uh, have, I don't even know if we've brought this up. Do, but do you know who Washington hired? Uh, Jetfish. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. They hired a fish from Arizona. He had a big, he had a good year. This yeah, Arizona year. was good, man. I mean, that's a good pick. That's a good. That was one of my favorite them. bets to make this year, Arizona to cover. That was probably one of my favorite bets to make during football season. Mm-hmm. And like I would mentioned you know, quite a bit on overtime, it's like if you have a night game at Arizona, that used to be one of the hardest places in the country to play. And they they made it rowdy. Yeah, he went 10-3 uh, and three last year, 7-2 and two in the conference. So that's not, you know, not a bad hire. I mean, who knows what it's going to be like, but it's not bad. Not bad. Shifting gears back to college basketball, really high school basketball at this point. Duke signee Cooper Flag is going to headline the 47th annual McDonald's All-American Game. Duke no is yeah. Duke is going to get something special <laughs> out of this guy. I mean, Brett, you know, yeah. you know I've talked about this kid yeah. for over a year now. It's like this guy is going to be something. You know, he's reclassed. He was supposed to be in the NBA draft class in 2026, mm-hmm. and then the college class of 2025. Now he's reclassed. He's going to be at Duke next, next year. Yeah, and fun. This guy, when I say this is a once-in-a-generation talent, I don't know if he's going to be as good as LeBron. However, I think this guy is going to be an immediate impact, not only at Duke, but he's going to be an immediate impact in the NBA come 2025. I just wonder how well he shoots it. Everything I see is him around the rim dunking you know, highlight film. I don't, I don't know if I've ever really seen him shoot it. 
Um, I mean, everybody talks about him being this all-world player, obviously, and for good reason. You know, I've seen some highlights. He's he's a good player, but he's obviously dominating on the high school level. Um, even some of the top other teams that he's playing against, uh, you know, he's dominating them. But no, it'll be, you know, like it'll be fun. I mean, I I'm glad we get to see some of these uh, high-end talent talented guys go for one year of college Absolutely. you know it, well, and then ace bailey and dylan harper who are both going to rutgers your number two and number three prospects in the country uh they're also headlining this and it just amazed me that rutgers was able to make that pull so i mean rutgers basketball might be a team to watch next is year that where, they're, where they're going rutgers yep, both of them wow number two because you know they were originally number one and number two and then cooper comes in yeah, after he reclassed like yeah. oh, no this guy's once in generation talent you got to wow. move him up to number one right and you know, this is why I pay so much attention to basketball recruiting and some of these guys that are coming up, you know, like Cooper Flag, the Boozer Twins. Mm -hmm. uh, Koa Pete from out in Arizona, he's probably going to go to Arizona. I know that Rick Barnes has talked to him. I don't know if we have a shot at him. I don't think so. I mean, I highly doubt it. But, I mean, maybe, you know, some guys see Dalton Connect. It's like, okay, well, maybe I want to play at Tennessee. Because, I mean, it has been a while since we've landed a recruit of that caliber. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Kenny Chandler's pretty high, highly rated, I guess, would be the last one I can think of. Right? He might have been the last five-star that we got. Yeah, because I don't think we've had a five star since then. Yeah, but, we'll have room for him if he wants to come on down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cole Pete, if you want to come to Knoxville, man, you come on down. But you know, as far as what Tennessee's going to do the rest of the year, as far as recruiting goes, I mean, we—I don't know if we've really. We had a few guys on campus, I think, this past weekend, unofficial. We did, but I don't think there are anything. But I mean, major. we've reached the point in college basketball now where transfers are more effective than some of these high school recruits that you're getting. Right. I mean, look at what we got in Dalton Connect. I mean, this is a guy that came from northern Colorado who played at JUCO before that. Mm -hmm. And look at the impact that he's made. Now, would you rather have that or would you rather take a flyer on a borderline four- or five-star freshman and just see what they can do? you got to well, have the right mix. Yeah. That's the thing. you got to have the right mix. You, you still want to go into the transfer portal and get guys who are veterans who have been there have done it. But if you told me I could get like a Dalton Connect – maybe a couple other like veteran guys who've been in college basketball for a while and throw in like a five-star freshman in the mix with that. I'd like that. I, I think you don't want to go. I, look, I think college basketball has changed drastically now with the transfer portal and everything that you're not going to see the Kentucky and Dukes who are going to just have all five-star, uh, five-star freshmen uh, touting the starting lineup now. Now you're going to start seeing one to two freshmen and some veteran guys who have decided to swap schools. So you have to have the right mix. You don't want to abandon one or the other, but you definitely want to have a good mix. That you do. You absolutely want to have that. And looking at some of these other guys that are going to be playing in the McDonald's All-American game, of course, the last one that we had, I think Josiah was probably the last one we had that played in the All-American game, right? Yeah. Because Kennedy Chandler didn't play in it. Yeah. So mm – -mm. You got a guy coming into Miami. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Jalil Bethea sounds about right. Uh, John Bull going to Ole Miss. No relation to Bull Bull that is currently in the NBA. Isaiah Evans going to Duke, number seven overall prospect. Cooper Flag, uh, Johnny Flan going to Kentucky. Ian Jackson going to North Carolina. Liam McNeely going to Indiana. Tahad Pettiford going to Auburn. That just seems like a seems like an Auburn guy. 5'10 guard, dish the ball around oh, really yeah. well, can get to the basket. Yeah, I mean, that's what they got now, Aiden Holloway. 
He's, he's doing that. We were in on him. Yeah, Drake Powell, number 13 overall in the country, going to North Carolina. Jaden, what in the world is this last name? I'm not even going to pronounce it. We're going to call him JQ. 6'9 forward, number 14 in the country, going to Kentucky. Derek Queen, uncommitted. Bryson Tucker, uncommitted. Both number 10 and number 17 in the country. Got a center and a forward. Your West roster, Ace Bailey, as we just mentioned, going to Rutgers. Flory B. Dunga. Going to Kansas. Carter Bryant going to Arizona. Zoom Diallo going to Washington. VJ Edgecombe going to Baylor. Donovan Freeman going to Syracuse. Dylan Harper, another one we just mentioned. Number three overall in the country going to Rutgers. Trey Johnson, number five in the country going to Texas. Carter Knox, uncommitted. Number 24 in the country. Trent Perry is going to USC. 6'4 guard, number 26 in the country. Darian Reed, number eight in the country going to Alabama. And Aiden Sherrill, number 21 in the country going to Alabama. Alabama really stepping up their basketball recruiting over the past few years. I mean, you hire a guy like Nate Oates, and that's what you get. Yeah, You get absolutely. winners. You get yep. guys that are going to go to the NBA. Marcus, you got something? Yeah, talk about winners. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the Olympics? Marcus, shut up. No, this is important. I heard uh, Russell hate, hate, was hating on it the other day. Bear is having Bear, to defend well, Olympics. Bear loves, like – smaller olympics more than like the bigger stuff like he likes like the small team so sports he, oh he doesn't oh he doesn't like the olympics as a whole i think he does but he loves like the smaller ones in particular well the reason i bring this up is because they've officially announced yesterday the 41 player list pool for the 2024 mm, nba nice. or basketball team for the team usa who we got so i'm going to go through the list i'm not going to ask you to because it's a 12-man roster i'm not going to ask you to put 12 okay but of this list I'm curious who you'd put as your starting five for the Olympics. Okay. Out of these 41? I'm going to go through the quick list here. It won't take too long. <laughs> um, hopefully not. Uh, we got Trey Young, Derek White, Jason Tatum, Duncan Robinson, Austin Reeves, Bobby Portis, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Walker Kessler, Cam Johnson, LeBron James, Jaron Jackson Jr., Kyrie Irving, Brandon Ingram, Chet Holmgren, Drew Holiday, Tyler Hero, uh, Josh Hart, James Harden, Tyrese Halliburton, Aaron Gordon, Paul George, De'Aaron Fox, Joel Embiid, which is crazy to think about still, <laughs> Anthony Edwards, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, Alex Caruso, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brown, uh, Mikhail Bridges, Devin Booker, Scotty Barnes, Desmond Bain, Paolo Benchero, Jarrett Allen, and Bam. And you got to assemble a 12 team roster, right? You got 12, which is going to be hard in itself, but I want to see if I can get you guys to name your starting five out of that. I mean, it's not very difficult. Starting five, give me Tyrese Halliburton at the one. Give me Jimmy Butler at the two. LeBron at the three. So give me, uh, I don't know about this one. You are so far off already. I don't think I'm far. Yes. Well, you're not far. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of these guys, but the best five are. Tell you what, let me. Let me backtrack a little bit. Okay, Give me yeah. Tyrese at the one, Tyler Hero at the two, Whoa. Jimmy at the three, LeBron at the four, and give me Joel Embiid at the five. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm building a winning team. Those are words. All right. For me, I'd put uh, – Give me Bam to back up, Joel. I'd put Curry at the one. Curry would be backing up to Tyrese. Halliburton at the two, mm -hmm. LeBron at the three, Jason Tatum at four, and uh, Embiid at five. Tyrese is better at dishing it out. 
Tyrese is going to create shots for everybody. So nobody has Durant? I don't want that drama on my team. I, I oh, he's going to go. But he's he, going to go. He'll be the backup. Oh, yeah, okay. My starting greatest five. scorer ever in NBA history. We're just going to leave him on the bench. Oh, okay. The greatest scorer ever is. He uh, is. He is. I'm wearing the jersey of one of the greatest scorers ever. 6'11", really? You can do nothing with he's him. He's about 7'1". Okay. Realistically. Okay, I mean, good. can we call that like it is? Kevin Durant's probably 7'1". Jack, foot, seven talk foot some one. knowledge to these fools yeah, you're a before fool. I go. Y'all y'all left some people out. Yeah, at the one, I got Steph. Thank you. Two, give me LeBron. That, that'd oh, be at nice. the two, LeBron? Three, yeah. KD. Yep. Four, AD. And five, mm. Joel. That, no one's beating that lineup. That's massive. I, look, that's going to sound... You can't go wrong with any of these. Like, you could, like, put a great five with anybody you wanted. Can we all agree that Chris Paul doesn't need to go and James Harden doesn't need to go? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, are they even yeah. on this? Yeah. Yes, they, yeah. both of them are. They were oh, on the list, gosh. yeah. Okay. Uh, leave Paul George out. I don't want any part of that. No. Uh, Alex Caruso shouldn't even be on this list. Tyler Hero shouldn't be on this list. Tyler yeah, Hero I'd... can shoot, man. I'm not saying he can't shoot. If you need shoot. somebody to go eat you a bucket, you get the ball to him. I mean, Desmond Bain is on this list as well. If you want somebody to score, you get the ball to Desmond one of those Bain two. Desmond Bain is not going. Des- Desmond Bain's probably not going. You are correct. But, I mean, Scotty Barnes probably shouldn't be on this list. Uh, you can make the argument for Jalen Brunson. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, you can make the argument for him. Aaron Gordon, eh. Josh Hart, no. I'm not no, sure no. Butler should be on this list. Aaron Gordon has been playing really, really well. I'm telling you right now, Butler should not be on this list. Jimmy Butler should be on the no, list. No, he's probably the fourth, fifth two guard on this list. And uh, Donovan oh. Mitchell, I, I, eh, mm. he's doing good things in Cleveland, but it's... Okay, this- you taking Jimmy Butler or Jalen Brown? You taking Devin Jimmy Booker? Butler. You taking Jimmy, De- Jimmy, Bu- Jimmy Butler Booker. can go away. Devin Booker. Yeah, even as a Celtics fan, if I had to choose Butler and Brown, I'm picking Butler. Get me Phil. Halliburton. Phil is up next. What do you say, Philly? About down time, turn got me on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Marcus didn't send me a text. He didn't do anything. I did too. Send you a text. Marcus got trained by Burke. Says it all, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what do you say, Philly? What y'all doing? Uh, we're sitting here talking some ball, talking about who should represent it, the U.S. in the Olympics. It stinks not having a midweek uh, game. We're trying to it. find stuff to talk about. Good Lord. Do you, do you, not, <laughs> you watch the do you not care about football, new team basketball. I don't care about all this periphery sports and stuff. I mean, I do care about the NFL. Sorry, but I care about what do you America. think, of, what you think of Kentucky last night, Phil? Oh, that looked horrible. That was phenomenal, wasn't it? That was beautiful. <laughs> When you don't play defense, that's what happens. He couldn't do anything. He could play offense or defense last night. Calpari over there crying. It was awesome. Then making excuses about how young. How they've been yeah. young time he's, he's been, since he's been at Kentucky. Exactly. I mean, his first team up there with John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, he went to the Elite Eight, and then Anthony Davis won him a championship at 18 years old. I tell you old. who's regretting not coming to Tennessee is that Justin Edwards right now. Yes. He's hating yeah. life out there right now. Mm-hmm. We might have a transfer for next year. Yeah, he's bringing yeah, him in. Unless he goes in the NBA. Well, and yeah. he's nowhere near as high on the NBA boards as what he was. No, he was. He could have, without going to Kentucky, been a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now he's. And uh, that's what Tennessee's going to do. They'll probably go out and give him two great transfers in spring. Going to have to. Phil, did you, do you think that transfers are a better asset than trying to take a flyer on a freshman now? Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at what Dalton Connect has done. And, you know, some of these other guys that we've had in, I mean, we've not, let's call it like it is, we've not had much luck in the transfer portal at Tennessee. But we finally hit on one with Dalton Connect. Now, Jordan Ganey, 
he's going to go for 15 or 21 night, and then he's probably going to go for two for the next 10 games. But if he's on and you need him to be on, you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah, if you look for next year, I think Cameron Carr and uh, DeLon are uh, better long-range prospects than Ganey. Oh, 100%. I don't think anybody's well, going to be on. I mean, all three are probably starting next year, though. And uh, I don't know. You look at this uh, – we got look. You seen our last four conference games now. South, we got to go to South Carolina mm-hmm. and play Ken, uh, Kentucky at home, play Auburn at home, and then there, there's another hard game well, in there. But the, we get South Carolina after Vandy. We get them next week. I know, but you look at our last four games oh, last of the four. year on I our conference you. schedule. Yeah, it seems like we always tough. have a tough slate. Our last four games. Yeah, usually, we'd always end with Auburn. But now we end with Kentucky. <laughs> like I said, as long as we don't end up with one of those 46 to 44 games again, I will no, be just there's fine. there's no way. <laughs> no way with this offense. That was so, awful, wasn't it, Connect, Philly? Connect can go get 40 by himself. You're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, it was. Shows you what one guy can do to a, a program, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Phil's got we're a not point. U- we're not used to this. I mean, whether it's a transfer, or freshman, whatever, we've never had a player like this. Well, and when you look at our last four, like Phil's talking about, you know, Auburn comes here on the 28th of February. You go to Alabama, to South Carolina. That game against Kentucky might be the deciding game for the SEC regular season. Well, yeah. We're going to find out tonight when Alabama and Auburn get together. If Alabama beats Auburn, that proves that this is a really a wide-open race. Yeah. I was thinking that Auburn and Tennessee would probably be the two best teams. Uh, so. As of right now, yeah. Yeah. Auburn's kind of come out of nowhere. I didn't expect this from them, that's for sure. And I'm sure Alabama will play a lot better at home than they did up here. Especially after we whooped their butt, you know. Like, you know, Nate Oates is not going to be happy. He wasn't happy with the way they played. So we got beat, we beat him up. Is there anything on football recruiting? I don't have anything today, Brett. You got well, anything? Did, well, uh, didn't, uh, didn't uh, Elijah Simmons and Spragans are officially back, right? I mean, wasn't that announced yesterday? I knew we we knew they were back, but like yeah. I think it was officially announced. You know, there was a Twitter back. account posting as the Tennessee Volunteers. They had a blue check, but they paid for it. So I I don't know. And you get all these recruiting websites dropping our players. You know, as soon as McIntyre oh. announces he's down to a four star, Matthews wins MVP. He's down to a four star. That's just ridiculous. And it's dropped us th- in the rankings. Well, and too, like you look at the ESPN rankings. No one gives ESPN any time of day. There's a reason for that. Yeah, they're terrible. You know, they had Nico. I'm pretty sure they were the only service to have him as a four star. Well, didn't my, Matthews was the MVP of the, that Polynesian Bowl and, yeah, and, he was, and yeah. moved him down from a five to four? I yeah, mean, crazy, isn't it? That's stupid, Phil. I mean, this is what always happens to Tennessee recruits. I've seen this happen time and time and time again. You know, Nathan Leacock is the only one that I've seen make a jump when he was a three-star. He automatically jumped up to what? Well, uh, four? well that one freshman we got, Jordan Ross, the edge, I think yeah. he jumped up into the top ten overall. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like mm. number eight or nine. Wow. So, he's going to be a big-time yeah, player that. for he's us. He's the real deal. Yeah, he's, he, he, he might be day one. So, really, our defense ought to be improved if we can coach the secondary. We, yeah, we, we should be able to get out the quarterback. We're going to throw – a bunch of guys in there just get after him. Bye bye, Baron. <laughs> <laughs> so is uh, Martinez going to get it done in the secondary? Or? I don't have any faith in him, Phil. I mean, I'll, I'll call it like it is. I don't have any faith in him. I don't know if or when he's going to do anything. And it, 
I don't know. It's kind of weird. Do you think that if we didn't have Willie Martinez and we had a better DBs coach over there, that it would make Not Tim Banks look a lot better? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. Because, I mean, right now, Tim Banks saving grace is his front seven. Our linebackers and our yeah, defensive but, line, they but, were some of the best okay, in the country but, last okay, year. Okay, but I'll push back. How many like third and longs did a quarterback get out of the pocket or scramble for a first down against us? Quite a few. Exactly. That's not no, that's not the, that's not the back end. The back end's obviously covering at that point. Right. Because that's giving the quarterback time. Nobody's open. So where's Herring? Where's you know, where's our spy on these quarterbacks? We're getting held, that's the thing. Oh yeah, I agree with that too. But I mean I don't know. I mean we were third what were we, thirty eighth or whatever people have been saying total defense? Thirty second. I mean, that's pretty dang good. Your offense held you back more so than the defense, in my mind. Well, there's no doubt about that. And I think part I mean, of that, Joe too, Milton, Phil. Go ahead. Joe Milton's an average quarterback. He is. And, I mean, that's why we ran as about as vanilla of a passing game as you could. I mean, there's a reason why the passes were always inside of 10 yards between the numbers and the sideline. If you go back and you watch games, the majority of those passes go to either the right side between the numbers and the sideline closer than Do, 10 yards. We can get into this more closer to the draft, but does Joe not intrigue you at all as a prospect? Like, He'll be a, could you see? I mean, fifth or sixth round, maybe? Somebody I mean, else take some, a flyer on him? Yeah, I mean, it's just so intriguing, man. It really is. Well, look at the NFL. I mean, it's a devoid of quarterback, so yeah. he might get lucky and get somewhere. It'll be a backup. Yeah, I mean. It'll be like hey, Butch Jones against Florida in 2016. He might just get lucky. And you never know. You might get thrown in the mix. Dobbs got thrown into three different teams on three different times this year. You he'll, know, like, he'll be it's crazy. In, he'll be put in as a backup to throw Hail Marys pretty much <laughs> at the end of the half. Well, that's what we used him for against Alabama when we beat him. Right. Somebody <laughs> may change Marcus, it. Somebody might change his position. It could. Is Marcus happy with Oler's new coach? Uh, I'm oh, intrigued God. by it. I don't know if I'd say, like, I think I wanted an offensive coach. Um, I wanted somebody that could put some points on the board, so it's going to be interesting Coach to see. Coach Levis. Uh, we'll find out about that part. Um, <laughs> but, was he a quarterback coach, or what was he, an offensive line coach? Am I an offensive coach? Well, his dad was an offensive line coach, Bill Callahan. Um, honestly, one of the best in the league. I'm trying to see what he's done before that. He's been an OC for a while. He's worked with some really he's good players. He's coached with Peyton and Derek Carr and Stafford and uh, obviously Burrow. So he's worked with some guys. He's 39 years Hopefully old. Hopefully he learned something. Uh, during his career as a coach, he started in Denver as a coaching assistant in 2010. And he's, he's been an assistant. Yeah, he was a quarterback coach in Detroit and Oakland. So, yeah, he's a quarterback guy. Hmm. Well, I don't think you need a quarterback coach for Peyton Manning, do you? Nope. Well, especially no. When he was, well, especially when he was coaching Peyton. But it probably helps him learn some things oh, from yeah. Peyton. I'm sure he learned more from those guys than I mean, that's he like, to him. That's like Gene Chizik down at Auburn. Do you think that Cam Newton needed Gene Chizik? No. <laughs> Do you think that Peyton well, Manning they, needed Philip Fulmer? Well, they, need, they needed the vibe. He to had to, uh, yeah. uh, Cam Newton's dad, though. That's how he went. ended up at Auburn, wasn't it? Some kind of bag mysteriously ended up with a little bit of a, you know what? Well, we know that Mississippi State offered him $280,000, so yeah, you can imagine Cal what Bill. the offer Auburn made was. Yeah, well, they're serious about winning down there. I mean, we need to get serious about winning. I don't want to just go to the college football playoff. I want to win the damn thing. Well, at least we've got quarterbacks. Uh, this first, this is the best our quarterback rooms look since you had uh, Peyton Manning and Brandon Stewart. It really is. And Todd Helton. And Todd Helton. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think yeah, of old Todd I'm, there? You know, uh, yeah, Todd, man. 
Phil. You know Todd. Was Todd. I mean, I'm glad Todd Hilton got in. Is he more deserving than Dale Murphy or Andrew Jones getting the Hall of Fame? Well, Dale Murphy can't get in unless he gets what voted in or whatever it is now. But well, that's a disgrace. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Well, I, I agree. Yeah. What he, he had three thousand hits. I think yeah. Todd Helton didn't even have three thousand hits. He had like twenty five hundred. And Andy Pettit's not in the Hall of Fame. I saw Andrew that. Jones needs list. to be in the Hall of Fame. That's for dang sure. Can we just I mean, let Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame? I mean, Pete Rose. I mean, I want Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. I agree. Yeah, hey, I mean, bygones he, be bygones. Who don't bet? Good Lord. Appreciate the phone call, Philly. Stay with us. Coming up next, we're going to mark the tape with Marcus Young right here on Fan Run Radio. Making a better vodka soda ain't rocket science. You just got to start with a better vodka. And then voila, you get White Claw Vodka Soda. Your taste buds are about to get a PhD in deliciousness. J.B. Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka. Try the all-new White Claw Vodka Soda. Pick up a variety pack of their four delicious flavors. Only 100 calories, 4.5% alcohol, and 2 grams of sugar. White Claw Vodka Soda. Please drink responsibly. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers' new sewer maintenance program, complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting, Visit RogersHydrantService.com. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865. 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit PetsAndPeopleTogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
back here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time to mark the tape with Marcus Young, presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Marcus! Hi, Jake. Hey, buddy. So, uh, I decided to take my segment uh, into a, a different route. I'm intrigued. Mm. Something I've discussed on the air with you guys before that has gotten some feedback from others. Okay. A lot of feedback, some might say. Ah. That I felt the like... The soup it, thing? Yes. Okay. It is, in fact, about the soup thing. <laughs> okay. I felt like it was important that I get some professional help for us. Ah. Okay. You have reached Merriam-Webster. Our business hours oh. are 8 a.m. to <laughs> You were calling... He called the dictionary? <laughs> is yeah. that what he did? Hold on. Yeah, we're calling the dictionary people. This is... This is great radio. This is... I want to know what is happening. I should have prepped this to find out what this was going to be like. I thought I'd just go straight... There's a lot of people... Okay, dial by directory, Marcus. Dial by directory. Is there not... What... What is happening right I'm now? I'm calling Webster's Dictionary because... I know what you're doing. Why are you calling Webster's Dictionary? Because I want to argue about cereal. This is... It's good. Jack, you're about to get a segment because Marcus is about to get his taken away at this point. I don't know if I'm being serious or not. I'm intrigued too, honestly. I'm I'm calling the public relations. I feel like that's the one we need to go with. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Why are you calling public relations? Marcus, if you get us an FCC violation because somebody on that line is really mad that you called to ask a stupid Hi. question. Oh. Wow, oh. and you got sent a voicemail by Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Wow, public relations specifically. I guess I could do editorial. Huh? Because I'm trying to, I mean, my, my argument to them is that I think they need to clarify that it is, in fact, a soup based on their definition. They need to. Correct if you that. ever want to do this again, I will walk you through how to do a recorded phone call. What else you got, Marcus? <laughs> I'm going to stay on the line for a second. Okay. Uh, by the way, so it is official now. Doc Rivers has been hired as the head coach for the Bucks. Yes, he has. So I will say at this point, my hot take is that the Bucks are going to regret this decision. Really? They, they will. I Why? like I like Doc Rivers, obviously, Boston Everybody guy, likes Doc Rivers. But... He's we a likable guy. See, we see what he's done. We have seen what he has done in the NBA since getting taken out of Boston after winning that championship. I think this is going to end up being a much difficult situation for the Bucks, and they're going to regret asking for what they wanted. Um, so I think I think the Bucks are going to regret this decision. That's a, a hot take for you. Who do we have on the phone? Oh, yeah, we got Joshy Boy. Get me Joshy Boy. I'd rather talk to him than listen to you try to call the Webster's Dictionary. Marcus, what are you doing? Joshy, what's <laughs> going on, buddy? How are you guys doing? Good. Good. That's a, that's a nice jersey you got on, Jake. I really love that lower Marion jersey. Oh, appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. So, uh, did you say yesterday you got Denver last night at four and a half? Yes. I got hooked. I got five and a half. Oh, and they five. no. He got hooked. Yes. Oh, Joshy, I'm sorry, man. That uh, that one stings. But uh, I ended up uh, getting a winner by Houston two and a half against BYU. Hey, there you go. So, uh, what do you think about Bama being a three and a half point favorite at home tonight against Auburn? 
Uh, well, realistically, Joshy, I think uh, you know this is an emotional bet for a lot of people in this area, so I would stay away from it. But you know, if you're a Tennessee fan, you really want Alabama to win tonight because that puts you tied for first in the SEC with them and Auburn. And of course, you have the head-to-head win over Alabama. You just got to go get a win against Auburn, and then that puts you right there. Makes you think that the they're also waiting to see what Auburn has. I don't yeah. know if they've played anybody just yet. You know, I I'm not sure who they've played in the non-conference. Anybody? Uh, it's a bit surprising to me, but it is a rivalry game. So, uh, uh, Bama's still one of the top teams according to the metrics. I mean, yeah, they got smoked by us, but you know, people struggle against us as well. So, yeah. So, uh, how do you guys feel about uh, this Saturday? Do you think it could be like a look-ahead spot, like a trap game, maybe? Hmm. I haven't thought about it that way. I, I really haven't thought about it that way at all. That's that's a really good point, dude. Because when you look at this matchup that we got this weekend at Vanderbilt, that's a place, Joshy, your shot is going to be off. Everybody's shot's yep. going to be off because your depth perception is off because you're playing on the elevated floor. It's a weird gym. It's a weird setup. You're not used to having your coach looking you right in the face as you're bringing the ball up. I mean, you got to think yeah. about that as well. Well, they let you go around. They let you go now. around. Yeah. But, I mean, think about how weird it must be to play at a gym like that. I, I would hate it because, I mean, let's call this like it is. Some players, I mean, when you get in some of these gyms, look at Duke, for example. They play with a suspended goal. At Tennessee, yep. they play on a stanchion for a basket. Some players shoot different on those than what they do a stanchion. So, I mean, everything is going to be off when you travel on the road, and especially in an environment like this because everything is just set up so different at Vanderbilt compared to other places. And this is a place uh, I I really don't like it, Joshy. So, whatever the spread is this weekend, uh, we're not even going to touch. Yeah. We'll probably be like a double-digit spread, won't we? I would say probably about a 9.5, 10.5 point favorite. Yeah. Then we got a uh, South Carolina at home next week. That could be a look ahead spot. That could be. I mean, that's a good point, Josh, because South Carolina, they're playing really good ball right now. I mean, we saw what they did to Kentucky last night. So, I mean, you don't need to get yourself in a look ahead spot because you got South Carolina. Then you got to go to Rupp Arena next Saturday. Yep. So, uh, Jake, baseball season uh, is looming right soon ahead. So, what do you think about, is this Tennessee's best chance this year to make some noise in Omaha, you think? Well, you got to see what we got first, Joshy. I mean, you got to think last year, you know, we were knocking on the door of not even going to Birmingham, let alone Omaha. Yeah. And then you get yourself in, and then you get to Omaha again. So, it's really, uh, I mean, Josh, you know how baseball is, man. It's a weird sport. Baseball is a very weird sport, and one team can just get really hot, and it can ruin another team's season within a matter of seconds. I I I think last year you knew you had the the pitching coming back. You didn't know about the offense. I think it's kind of the verse this year. You know you got Drew Beam, but then you got as your Friday night starter. So after that, it's kind of I I'm not even sure who we have to be honest, but you are expecting the offense just to be elite. Um, go out and score a lot of runs this year. So, um, and it, the conference is just hard. They're, it's really good. I mean, what it, I think there's eight teams ranked inside the top ten or something like that. They're gonna mm-hmm. that are in the conference. Yeah. So it's not going to be easy by no stretch of the imagination. So, 
Um, definitely looking forward to it. I think we're 23 days away from uh, first game, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah Jake out the door. So uh, how close are you to – Getting rid of Marcus. See ya. I'm not anywhere close to getting rid of Marcus. Uh, good, I love good Marcus. Thing, I, I'm glad you said that because I figured out the correct number to or the correct extension to get to somebody. Hurry. Are we, are we physically talking to somebody? Yeah, I heard someone say hello as uh, Beth Joshua was on. Hello? There. So I, I had You're going to gonna ask him about soup? Well, specifically cereal. Ah, uh, okay. I, Please, this is I really asked, happening I again. Quiet, I asked for quiet. You're seriously calling. The Webster's Dictionary. I'm not going to be quiet. It's my job to talk. Hello. I have a quick question. I don't know if this is the correct department. Uh, I'm trying to find out uh, to settle an argument about a specific definition from uh, the Webster's Dictionary. Hello? <laughs> uh, so the, the argument is whether, uh, according to the definition of soup, uh, we're trying to argue about whether cereal is considered soup or not. I cannot believe this is happening. Cereal? Cereal, yes. Cereal? Hold on one moment. Let me transfer you to that department. Thank you. The you cereal? mean to tell me you called somebody from the Webster's Dictionary and they couldn't even tell you something as soon as they picked up the phone? Send us the break. I'm not even going to do it the proper way. Get us out of here. White Claw is taking hard seltzer to new heights with White Claw Surge. At 8% alcohol, White Claw Surge is a stronger wave of refreshment that doesn't compromise on taste. Available in four bold waves of flavor like ripe blackberry, citrusy blood orange, zesty natural lime, and tart cranberry. Check out your favorite retailer in-store and online for the White Claw Surge variety 12-pack and 16-ounce single-serve cans. White Claw Surge, please drink responsibly. Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows, get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at North Knox Siding and Windows, are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia where your journey begins. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com and be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner, and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. 
Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help. Call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at bonoshouses.com. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers new sewer maintenance program complete with mapping cleaning and camera inspecting visit rogershydrantservice.com final segment of the gi jake show of today i hope hopefully we didn't get banned forever for what? For calling the Webster's Dictionary. There's nothing wrong with it that. It is time also, for Brett's Best Bets, presented by me. SM Athletics. Brett, what you got for me? Uh, we talked about it earlier. I have Northwestern plus three and a half at home versus Illinois. Okay. Uh, Northwestern does have a big home win over Purdue. Uh, I like Auburn tonight uh, getting three and a half against Bama. Okay. Uh, just wasn't that impressed with Bama. Auburn's kind of impressed me. I could eat those words as I usually do in these things. Uh, then I got Washington Huskies plus two and a half at home versus Colorado. And then just an NBA one, I've got the Hornets uh, plus three and a half over the Detroit Pistons. I don't hate that one. So, Marcus, what you got? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we're going hockey again. Uh <laughs> We've got. Uh, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> we got. Uh, we got the Boston Bruins at minus one and a half goals. Winnipeg Jets money line. Kings money line. Under five and a half goals total between the Blackhawks and the Kraken. Avalanche minus one and a half goals. Over six and a half goals for the Canucks and the Blues. And finally, Florida Panthers minus one and a half goals over the Coyotes. Jack, what you got? All right, so NBA, I got uh, Mavs at plus two and a half against the Suns. Luka just seems to own them, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go with them. And then I agree, uh, again with Brett, uh, Auburn plus three and a half, but I still think they'll lose. I think Bam will pull it out, two, two point, one point win. So mm-hmm. that's what I got. All right, I got two for you tonight. I got a five leg NCAA men's basketball parlay. We're going to take ETSU over VMI, UNC Asheville over Radford, Richmond over George Washington, Kennesaw State over North Alabama, and American over Holy Cross. That's a five-leg money line parlay at plus 231. And then we're also going to do the same game NBA parlay. We're going to take LaMelo Ball, under 28.5 points. Anthony Edwards, under 28.5 points. Luka, under 33.5. And SGA, Shy Gilgis Alexander, under 33.5 points. That is Brett's best bets along with everybody's. We're going to be keeping track of these bets just to see who's got the better betting statistics of the month. I did do a little bit more research. I'm uh, ready to talk to Dr. Ball. Okay. I'm. You are so close to looking like George W. Bush dodging a shoe at a press conference right now. She hung up on me after the way you were talking to her. Well, I wasn't talking to her. I was talking she to you. She could hear you though. That's fine. That is fine. Dr. Ball, what's up, man? You know how many dumb calls that poor woman gets a day, Marcus, and you're contributing <laughs> to that. Yeah, and and she could have dealt with one more, and then Jake made her Cereal. hang up on me. She was willing to send don't me you, to. She was Marcus, willing to don't send Don't you work me. at a restaurant? Yeah, and it was a, <laughs> it was a hot debate in the restaurant too. It was split fifty fifty. This is I, I I promise you, I'm not even kidding. 
Like it was a 50 50 split. Also, we don't sell cereal. What I'm saying is, you work at a restaurant, you're used to people asking dumb questions. Seems like you'd have mercy on that poor (laughs) soul. I don't really see what the basis is of why you think that cereal is a soup. What, what, so, what are you basing it off of? So there's a few things. When you go to, I'm glad you asked. When you go Glad's. to the grocery store, when you look at the aisle that's marked cereal, is there milk there? No, there's not milk there. No. You create it into a soup once you add the milk. So you're so saying you combine the two that makes a soup? Well, if it's just if it's just cereal, then it's just cereal. But you're turning it into oh. a soup by adding the milk to the cereal. So when you put a French dip sandwich in au jus sauce, is that a soup? No, that's just a dipping sauce. <laughs> it's not a sauce. It's meat juice. Well, it's whatever you it's want to call juice. it. It's, it's, it's a soup, then, based off that. <laughs> well, then the ocean is a soup based on everyone's huh? argument. People keep telling me, well, one of the definitions for soup is about like a fish broth. If you're doing broth, you're usually putting whatever meat or whatever, and you're letting it soak into the water to absorb those uh, flavors and everything. So theoretically, the entire ocean is a soup. If we're having fish being a part of the water, like that's that's a ridiculous argument for people to have with me. You know, I wasn't an alcoholic before starting the show, but now I'm planning on it. You remember what I said? The show started that the the calls would be better for the drunks calling in at this at this time segment, Jake. Oh lordy, hey, guys, what's the line on the game Saturday? Is that out yet? Uh, there's no line out on the game yet. And I expect it probably to be around on Friday, maybe late Friday. That's when we'll finally put it out. Okay. I mean, it's got it's got to be double digits, right? Like eleven and a half at least. Yeah, at I was least. thinking nine and a half, ten and a half. They might give them a few what points because Ken- they're at home. What was Kentucky less? I mean, not that Kentucky Vandy, was a not six that and Vandy half. was in South Carolina comparable, but well, Kentucky last night was a I think six and a half point favorite, and that was one I almost bet South Carolina to cover. I should have took the money line in that one. Uh, this game always means a little something to me. My, me and my brother went years ago, and Pearl was our coach. It was uh, it was game of the week, and we were they kept showing us on ESPN. We were getting beat by twenty, and I uh, kept getting texts that hey, you and your brothers on t- on ESPN, you're on ESPN. Well, then the game we came back one, and you could see me dropping expletives on the <laughs> snobby bandy fans. I mean, I was cussing worse than Marcus on draft night when they got Mayo Levis. <laughs> I'm just imagining Marcus on draft night. Bless his heart. Uh, I I backed Marcus up on his take. I'm not coming at him. I I agree with Marcus. uh, I I can't pull for him again until he's gone. Yeah, I was – where was I? I was at a restaurant or a bar, and I was drinking, and I drank heavily after that pick. It was tough. It was a tough one for me. I I just remember cussing the TV saying, I'm done. I am absolutely done with this team. And then we all became Lions fans. That's right. Well, you know – I have bases for it. My my grandpa's from Michigan. My mom's from Michigan, and they they are actual Lions fans. So yeah, my grandmother she quick. actually lived in Detroit for a minute because my great grandfather got a job working for Ford up in Detroit. So that's where that tie comes from. Yeah, my grandpa worked GM plant up there. So see, we are lifelong Lions fans. Okay, Marcus, you can jump on the bandwagon with us if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a well, guys, that's fan. all I got. I'm, I'm going to listen to Marcus call, some, call a 24-hour store, ask him what time they close. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> Look what you have done. Was your mic working? The button wasn't was stuck. Mm. Um, 
No, I'll say what I've done is uh, I, I've created uh, a conversation, a conversation for people to be involved in and to feel like we can all be as one and stop letting the man tell us what what is is in a soup. What I'll say to you, look what you've done, is that I probably have my number blocked by Marion's Webster Dictionary now, and I'm very upset by that. By the what? Marion Webster Dictionary. Oh my goodness. So I just I just hope you know how hurt I am by that. So the GI Jake show blocked by Miriam Webster's dictionary. <laughs> because somebody is rude to the woman on the phone. I was not rude to her. I was rude to you. It sounded probably. like you no, you were no, you were yelling at her. You were and you were mocking her at one point too. So which is probably why she hung up on <laughs> I, me. So I asked for silence. Well, you didn't get it. This is a radio show. We are we are paid to talk. Yeah, I know, but she, I was I was talking. She was talking. I asked silence from you alone. That's all I wanted. There was a pause in there, and you cannot have dead air in radio. Dead air in radio is one of the worst things that you can have. There was no pause. There was a pause. Waiting on her to say something. That's why I yelled, hello? <laughs> You're an awful, awful man. Anyway, in regards to our bets last night, how did we do? Awful. Uh, yeah, I mean, I lost Kentucky, I lost BYU, uh, what else did I pick? Uh, I think I picked a couple NBA games. I think I picked the Jazz to beat the Pelicans, and that was 153 to 124. Pelicans won, so I was way off on that. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just rolling right now. I'm glad I don't really bet. (laughs) Goodness. So, with what we did last night, I took the under on Anthony Davis points at 27.5. He got to 26, so that hit. I had Lori Marketing under 23 and a half. He only got to 11. Austin Reeves under six and a half assists. He got to five. The one leg that did not hit in this parlay, I had Kawhi Leonard under 24 and a half points, and he got to 25. Yeah, triple double. Yeah. He probably would have had under 24 if LeBron had played. I mean, he went for what? 24, 11, and 10? Or 25, or 25 11, 11, and 10. Yeah. But um, the other bet that I placed, I had. Denver minus four, that one hit. They end up winning by five. Poor Joshy, but we got the hook. Yeah, it's a good thing Halliburton didn't play. Yeah, if Halliburton would have played, that probably goes different. You probably way. don't even make the bet. No. So and I don't think it'd have been whatever it was four and a half. It is what it is. So we're gonna keep track of these bets going forward. Our intern here, Jack, who's doing a phenomenal job over there, making sure the podcast gets uploaded. We appreciate that, Jack. I got him on the notes app. We'll remember. Absolutely. That is going to do it for the G.I. Jake Show. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jake. The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Coming up next from 12 to 3 right here on many of these fine fan run affiliates. Join us tomorrow here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio.